Welcome back to another episode of In the Garage with Garage Boy. And have you ever had like a weird smell on your earlobes when you leave your earrings out for a long time and then you put them back in? It's like a salty smell. It's like the same exact smell when you pop like one of them blackheads on your lips. Why is that? Is that just the odor of the body? Unwanted sodium? no it's disgusting but it's one of those disgusting smells that you want to keep smelling you'll you'll do a little double take smell <laughs> like that it's a little weird but yeah, let me get a whiff of that one more time oh yeah that's bad that's bad it, that's what's going on for me right now uh because I haven't been wearing my earrings. I only put them in on the weekends and then I leave them out throughout the week. I don't know why I do that. It's just, I don't feel like wearing my earrings at work. Probably can get in the way. It just, and it feels better when I'm sleeping. I don't like having the earrings press against like the back behind my ears. That area, I feel like a little tender area to have that poke in. Anyway, I have not been good with my morning routines for like the last six months. I used to be so consistent with taking cold showers or taking my vitamins, being more disciplined with snacks, and not being on my phone as often. I'm on my phone way too much, an unhealthily amount. I'm like just wasting my time and I... I feel it, even though like I know I'm scrolling through TikTok. That's when this is all started, when I downloaded that damn app. But it's like, it's such a great search engine, but it's also so toxic. You can look at all the, the worst things on there. It's terrible. Beneficial and terrible, it's, it's good or bad. I don't know. I think that's what's so annoying about it, because you can find out so many things. You can learn stuff on there. It's crazy. And it can also bring you down a lot. But anyway, I, I've i been wanting to get back on my morning routines. So, I'm starting that today. So, when I woke up this morning, the first thing I did was drink salt water with a little bit of lemon in it. Just because I I don't like the feeling coffee gives me on an empty stomach, especially. And the come down is pretty terrible. Like I feel more exhausted throughout the day. And I've noticed immediately after I drank that glass of salt water, my energy levels were a lot higher. And I felt more focused. And I wanted to make that change ever since I started seeing this thing on TikTok I know, I know again with TikTok it, I'm fucking addicted to it it's terrible but then I'm learning so much anyway there's this thing on TikTok that is, consists of four cups of water and then two teaspoons of pink Himalayan salt it's supposed to cleanse your organs and it's good for your overall gut health so I wanted to try that last Saturday, and I ended up trying it. 
it's a uh, it's a uh, it's crazy right after I drank it and you have to drink it within the like five to ten minutes which is kind of dangerous because that's a lot of water and it was magical I felt it just doing its work inside me my stomach was rumbling and when I got into that bathroom boy oh boy it was like a SpaceX launch and like I was kind of nervous because I I just have it let loose and then I get scared and I clench up again then I let loose and I clench up again because like it was a lot you were like a you're like pissing out of your ass it was it was different it was a weird experience but I did feel a hell of a lot better after I was done. It was a crazy thing to do. Probably do it again. Might do it once a month. Might do it once a week. I don't know. It was an experience. It was like a reverse bidet. You should try it. If you want to like improve your gut health. Because I know I will. I'm going to do it again. And... I'm gonna enjoy it because I like pooping. Pooping makes me feel better and it puts me in a meditative state. I try not to bring my phone in there because so I can actually think about my thoughts and how I can handle situations. Like how did I get into this one? How do I get myself out of this one? Why do I keep drinking this damn pink Himalayan salt water? Why do I keep doing it myself? I don't know. The things we do to improve our health. And uh, as you can see, if you're watching, if you're watching this, I'm in need of another haircut. And that's going to happen in about an hour. Yeah. Let's, we're trying to get my hair back to what it was back in 2019, which was nice and sexy. I mean... You know, I've always been sexy, but the hair wasn't quite what it was, and I'm trying to get it back there. So I'm going back to the new barber that I've been going to, and I'm going to develop a relationship with this man, and I'm going to create a bond because my hair means a lot to me and I want it to mean a lot to him too so we're gonna be become one because of my hair now I'm just spewing nonsense like the cleanse I was just doing and boy oh boy do you ever like <laughs> it's kind of the TMI warning like when you just fucking take a shit and then you look down at it and you're like my lord forgive me lord for saying your name in vain like man oh man what am I doing to my body what am I doing to it I don't know but it's gonna happen again nah it's not it's, it's not is it nah it's not is it? Nah, 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 it's not. We're good. 
we're good here. So since that time, I've been drinking salt water since Friday, or no, not Friday, since, since last Wednesday. Or was it Tuesday? One of the, some sometime last week, ever since I did the cleanse. And then I wanted to pick back up on taking cold showers, so I took one this morning, and I went on a walk for like 30 minutes. And it felt great. I, felt, I feel fantastic now. I feel energized, and I feel positive, and I don't feel down. That's how I've been feeling for like the last six months, down. And I, I hope this continues. I have to be disciplined, and I have to be, do this on a consistent basis. Because if not, I'm going to feel sad again, and I don't want that. We're going to take a little break, and uh, I'm going to review The Bear Season 2, which is an amazing show. All right, we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Spoiler Warnings, because I'm about to spoil some stuff. And if you want to skip ahead, uh, click on one of the timestamps in the description. Hopefully I remember to do that. So yeah, I'm just warning you that I'm about to spoil stuff. Alright, The Bear Season 2. What an amazing season. And as you know, The Bear last year came out of nowhere. And I don't know how they were able to top last season. Because this show is fantastic. And I'm excited for what's to come. The amazing thing about the show is it's not only the main characters that catch your attention, it's also the supporting cast. It's like a an entree with the perfect sides. And without those things, the whole course wouldn't work. And that's what the bear is about. You care about every single character, whether it's Carmi, Sid, Richie, Marcus, Tina, Ibra, Sugar, and Fack, and even uh, Sugar's husband. You feel for him a little bit this year, even though you think he's like a, a square because of that, the party episode last season. And it's amazing how they get you to care about these characters, especially episodes like Honeydew where they send Marcus to Copenhagen to learn about baking with Will Poulter, who's used to be eyebrows, from We Are The Millers. That dude had a glow up for sure. And I've always followed Lionel Boyce from his Odd Future days with Tyler, the creator. So I've always been a fan. He was so funny on Loiter Squad. I liked him a lot. It's cool to see him evolve into a better actor, which will lead him into playing better characters. And I, he's actually one of my favorites because I've been following Lionel for so long and it's cool to see him progress career-wise and a very important detail on that episode you know when he saves that guy underneath the fence like he helped him he thanked him and then he went away it's kind of like a symbol for life like people come and go and you have to allow them to let them go it was kind of like foreshadowing to the last episode where he gets all those phone calls from his mom's nurse and that man is about to go through some hardship and i, I feel for marcus i hope he'll be all right because he he's a talented baker in the show it sucks 
And he, <laughs> he fired the dude for smoking crack, which is tight. And the next episode that I really liked was Fishes, and this had a lot of cameos from high-level actors. You had John Bernthal coming back, Jamie Lee Curtis playing the mom, uh, Odin, forgot his last name, but he was Saul in Breaking Bad and in Better Call Saul. Uh, Sarah Paulson, John Mulaney. I think that's about it. What a high-tension episode. I didn't feel like I can breathe for like the first half of the episode. And then it cut to like that that break. It was just pressure on pressure on pressure. I just forgot to breathe because I was just so caught up in the moment. Because everyone's freaking out. It's just a chaotic environment. It's loud. It reminds me of like a chaotic Christmas time with your family. And I can see why people don't want to go home during the holidays. Because that shit is probably real. For some people I don't know how they were able to direct that just all chaos high heart rate felt like I needed an inhaler and I don't even have asthma it's, it's cool seeing John Bernthal back developing the character of Mikey and it was also amazing last season how he only had like a a 10 minute scene the entire season it gave you a perfect picture of Mikey as a person or as a character. He has like this on-screen presence where you just want to keep watching. He just grabs your attention immediately. Yeah, fishes. And it was also like very telling that Carmi can thrive in a chaotic environment because he's been in that situation before. Just dealing with it in his home life, which is cool to see. It, it explains a lot. And it was cool to see the mentioning of Claire, even though I wasn't really a big fan of Claire, because right when I saw her, I was like, aw, man, he's going to lose focus on the restaurant, and he's going to fuck something up. And he did, because he ended up getting trapped in the fridge, because he couldn't call the fridge guy to fix the, the door handle. Love can be a distraction sometimes, especially if you're trying to accomplish something. Not to say that Carmi doesn't deserve love. I just feel like he's not in the place to receive it. He needs to go work on himself. And he definitely messed that up with, with Claire. Now to my favorite episode, which was Forks. And I didn't know I would love to see Richie have a redemption arc. But I was here for it. It reminded me of like an underdog story like the like karate kid rocky and even the first creed anything that has to do with the underdog story little giants it was a, a sports movie essentially i was rocking with it because he was looking for his purpose i'm still looking for mine and richie's the lovable character and i was just rooting for him the whole time i'm a newfound swifty so it was dope to hear love story and seeing him sing with the smile on his face is the love story, baby, just say yes. It was fantastic, man. I just loved seeing Richie thrive. He was just wearing a suit, feeling good. He suited up. 
and no one really said anything about it. They're just like, oh, okay, that's dope. I want to wear a suit. It was cool to see that Carmi actually cared about Richie. Richie thought that he was just trying to get rid of him, but when he actually thought it would benefit him because he was good with people. He got that validation from Olivia Coleman's character from the fancy restaurant that Richie was working at. Just a great overall dynamic on the show. It's a perfect team. Like, it doesn't work unless everyone is perfectly casted. I wanted to get back to Carmi, because Carmi was... He was pissing me off this season. He was being annoying with Claire. He really doesn't know how to accept anything good for him. That's why I'm not shipping the Carmi and Sydney relationship because Carmi is in a bad state right now. I know people want the slow burn, but I I feel like it shouldn't happen because I feel like he's going to mess it up somehow because he finds a way. That's why I thought Sydney should go with Marcus because he's the safer pick. And I don't, I'm not even seeing the, the Richie factor of things. I thought that was weird that people were shipping Richie and Sydney. I just just think Carmi is not in the right place. Like if Carmi was your friend, would you want someone to date them that you knew and cared about? Would you let like your cousin or your sister date him? I wouldn't because that man got too many problems that he got to deal with. And I'm not trying to get like my family mixed up in that. That's just how I see it because I, I like Sydney. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. She deserves to be successful, and I don't know if Carmi's that for her. That's just my take. So I don't know. I don't know. And I'm I'm pretty worried about the show because of the writer strike, and I I hope they wait a little bit because uh, a lot of shows are gonna suck for the next couple of years because all these writers are on strike. So I'm I'm hopeful that they wait. Just be patient because you you don't want to see a fall off especially from a show like this that's that's my review on the bear it's a it's a 10 out of 10 all right up next it's gonna be two underrated r&b songs of the 2000s this podcast is brought to you by the most disgusting cake urinal cakes why are they even called cakes they're not edible they barely even make your pee smell better so why even call them that all right, new segment this week. I'm going to do my two underrated R&B songs of the 2000s. The first one is by Miss Keisha Cole. It's I Should Have Cheated. Me, I love Keisha Cole. I've always been a huge fan. I love her voice. It all started with the... This song, actually, when I saw it on a uh, 106 in Park. Keisha Cole just has a special place in my heart. I just love R&B. And the next song is 
Standing here looking out my window My nights are long and my days are cold Cause I don't have you Yeah, I just got a haircut and I was feeling a, a different type of way about myself So I gave y'all a little performance This has been stuck on my mind this whole week Because I saw a video clip of him talking about that song specifically And he says, I can't sing no more and he was really serious in the studio. He was like, I can't sing anymore. My voice is about to go. He says it in the interview. The final song is Case Missing You. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Have a safe 4th of July. And uh, just stay happy. Right.